from an undisclosed location somewhere in North America, Rocky Stucci is the situation in room. the Situation Room. Oh yes, that's right folks, we are live right here in the Situation Room broadcasting from an undisclosed location right here, Mo Joe. Bob O'Radio. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being here. Now, I, I want to start this program out really quick. Um, yesterday, Cannoli, we did the program with Bauer. It was supposed to be Informatica Part 7. But what I got to do, what I got to do, folks, is I got to go and I got to change the name of the broadcast because we didn't get to Because it was Nude Beach. Harry Ballsack, part nine. Dude. Yeah. That's what it was. I was there. I was Harry Ballsack, though. No, it was trimmed ballsacks. No, 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 no. No. Bauer talked about laying there naked, spread eagled on a chair after he had felt out the room, he said. Yeah, right. I think that was deliberate. And uh, he said he's laying there uh, all, all knee spread and Harry ball sack hanging out <laughs> that's what i heard anyway oh uh, do we I, we went a whole segment talking about nude beaches. talking about nude beaches that was so fun though you know what here's the thing though um i'm pretty strategic in and these conversations roberts uh me and you've been doing radio for a very long time and we know how this shit works you know what i mean yeah and um I, you know i think how i kind of gauge how our shows go and you do a lot of this too, is we kind of observe throughout the entire day, uh, the, the observation of intensity level. And, uh, yes. you know, if it's a very intense day, uh, let's just say from a political spectrum, uh, we feel people need this to chill the F out a little bit. Then we bring some comedic value to the table. If it's been a pretty calm day, then that allows us to be able to kind of ruffle some feathers and piss some people off. So I agree, you know what I'm saying? So we got to kind of have to play societal issues, I guess. And, and, um, but folks, let me promise you something in regards to the freaking cannoli and the meatball. What you see here is what you get off air. You know what I'm saying? We is what we is. We is what we is brother. That's right. You know, if you invited us to one of your, oh, say little parties, soirees, family gatherings, and Rocky and I came and brought the scotch and the cigars, you would find that we are in person exactly what you get here ain't no pretense ain't no pretense speaking of freaking cigars cannoli we're gonna have a stucci brand cigar so i hear yeah man so uh i'm gonna have the samples here this is really cool because i'm allowed to pick the leaves the strengths the the uh, the bands all that stuff so Do going through all that the, the young nubile thighs upon which the leaves are rolled yes well um my imagination Cheers. does um, mm, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's probably some some old sweaty mamazita in a pith helmet that's rolling your. I don't care as long as it tastes good. And you know she's smoking a big stogie while she's rolling that shit too, bro. Yeah. You know I was looking into it and I was thinking about rolling my own, and then I seen actually how you got to do it, and I'm like, yeah, you know, don't have time for that shit. Don't have time. I want to. I want to have a a cigar made, my own brand, and we'll call it Muy Macho. 
Muy macho. You actually Muy can. Macho. Dude, I can set you up with these people hooking me up, man. We can we can have That'd the be it'll be the cannoli. The cannoli. Muy cannoli. Muy muy bonita. Muy muy. Bueno. Muy cannoli. bueno. Chupla mi culo, puto. Muy eh. macho cannoli. Ole. <laughs> um, really quick, folks. Cat coolers. Check this out. So I think, Roberts, we got to do this. So I'm not updating our present website because, and without getting into all the details right now, there's a, this, we're doing this huge change, right? When I say huge change, I don't want anybody to think what we're doing here is different. You know, it's, you know, for the show right here, same bat time, same bat channel, same locations, everything stays the same, but we have bigger, bigger bigger visions and uh oh. we've come together as a team we got a lot of things going on uh behind the scenes in regards to information distribute um uh, distribution information just dis distribution yeah okay um so i like dissemination right so we got these these sponsors coming in uh combat flip-flops we have the cat coolers uh, we have Patriot Mobile. We have all these different things that we want to be able to share the links on the websites as well with, of course, our code words. And we're also working on some other sponsorships for this program for the new and improved website. And uh, so I'm just going to say this. There's going to be amazing video content there. There's going to be amazing blogging content there. There's going to be amazing everything freaking content right freaking there. And, and we're working with our circle our circle of people that want to, for one, have fun for two, stimulate the thought process for three, uh, ensure that we're never pretending to be smarter than common sense. And, and that's kind of what we're working on. Uh, but really quick cat coolers, go to cat coolers, holds ice for seven freaking days. If you want the picture of Rocky Stucci situation room on the cooler, bada boom, call it done. Just go to catcoolers.com and use code word Rocky R O C C I. Now cannoli, here we go. Last night, right. the big cannoli on your YouTube channel, which is Mr. Scotty Roberts. Uh, make sure you find his YouTube channel, look it up, subscribe, and click that bell. Because and Mr. spelled out, M-I-S-T-E-R, -E Scotty Roberts. Mr. Mr. Give Mister. me the news I want to. Wrong song. Something. Um, something, but you felt it. That's what's important is you felt it. But yeah. um, so last night, and now what Scotty's doing, he started doing these nightly shows reading reading from some of the books that he has written or co-authored with like John Ward. And um, now Scotty is out of books. And now, so Scotty's almost, doing, almost out of books. So almost. Scotty's doing some commentary on whatever the hell he wants to talk about. And, and I'll tell you, I started doing commentary a long time ago, political commentary and otherwise. Yep. Uh, and it was more recent. And then I started doing this YouTube channel to try to build up an, a presence. Uh, Adventure Town Communique, I called it. And it was just to show adventure, different things. I've got stuff still to post from the Alamo last year, from different. I've got some of our stuff from our uh, paranormal investigations mm -hmm. up there. I've got some family stuff. Um, I've got my wife pumping up a bike tire. And uh, the Dude, video that is was called, super cool. That was super cool. The, the video is, is entitled Why I Have Three Children. Oh, yeah, um, it is. And uh, um, I also, uh, I so I started, my wife's suggestion was, why don't you start reading some of your books on there chapter by chapter and do live commentary? So I'm not just sitting back and reading. I'm reading and I'm, I'm inserting live commentary as I am want to do along the way. And it's, it's been a lot of fun. 
And I've done three of my books so far. I've got one more that I'm going to do that's a fictional book. And we're, I'm just holding off on that for a bit, but doing some, uh, some other commentary right now. Hell yeah, you are. And last night you did some commentary, bro. Oh, I got to tell you, you want me to launch into it? Launch into this. Let's do it. You ready to go on I'm this? I'm ready, brother. Did you hear, Rocky, what our wonderful senator from the state of New York, and by the way, I are not senator, congresswoman, uh, I do have to say, I have to add this congrats to uh, the state of uh, New York. What the hell were you thinking? Congrats on putting into our elected representative Congress somebody like Alexandria or Ocasio-Cortez. If she is representative of the state of New York, are you guys dipshits or what? Yes, they are. Well, dude, this, this just frankly, absolutely throws me. Well, I think uh, a lot of people, Scotty, are asking us the same thing about Ilhan Ulmar. Uh, yes, the same about her. And she's just right across the river in Minnesota. Oh, that's right. And, uh, you know, 45 minutes from here, uh, if that. Uh, so the, the, the thing that really threw me was this statement that was made by Ocasio-Cortez uh, not very long ago, I want to say the news story came out yesterday. So it was either the day before that she made this, but she said this, the United States is running concentration camps on our Southern border. And that's exactly what they are. Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez said Monday night in an emotional Instagram live video. This was her Instagram. This wasn't an event she was at. Mm -hmm. It was a live video on her Instagram. They are concentration camps, she reiterated to her viewers who flooded the feeds with comment. Now, now, here's a question, Rocky. Do you know what a concentration camp is? What's? Let me ask you, what is the first image that comes to your mind when you think concentration camp? I think of uh, Nazi Germany and the Jews. So do I. Think of Nazi Germany and the Jews. I think of extermination. Mm -hmm. I think of a governmental power that is attempting to sterilize the state, to uh, enforce one race over another, and to exterminate those that don't fit the, the mold so, of what they So, Scotty, were. I'm confused. Are you talking about concentration camps, or are you talking about the Democratic Party? Just saying. Boom. Oh, boom. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just about saying both. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me turn off the ringer on my phone because it wants to keep interrupting me. Um, I will tell you this. A concentration camp is a specific thing. What we have at the southern border is not a concentration camp. Now, yes, we have detention centers. We have places. I just got into a conversation early this morning on another pet peeve of mine I had that we can get into later if we want, Irish Central, a, uh, a, a website and uh, they've got a presence on Facebook that I'm part of their Facebook group um, that that caters to Irish heritage, Celtic heritage in general. And that's why I joined up several years ago. They have become a mouthpiece of the anti-Trump TDS syndrome or TD syndrome, Trump derangement syndrome, totally anti-Trump, completely pro-Hillary, all of that. Even this morning, there was something on pro-Hillary. All I will say is this, is that I, and I don't even know why I brought them up, but uh, uh, other than I want to comment on them later, I am finding that Cortez cannot stop with the stupidity. Um, when she tries to compare 
detention centers. That's why I brought up Irish Central. They were talking about detention centers on the southern border and the jails and the pens and the cages in which we place poor children. And, you know, they're even two or three tiered, you know, just like a vet clinic. Shove a kid into a little cage and that's where they get to stay. You feed them through the cracks in the bars. That's the that's the uh, uh, idea that Irish Central is trying to promote, much like Ocasio-Cortez. They're trying to promote that this is the way we keep people. The question is, when somebody is either breaking the law, should we put them up in the five-star Savoy Hilton? Uh, or and we and and we give them you know carte blanche on room service and uh, the free in-room bar, or do they go to a holding facility where they can stay? They're treated the best way we can treat them when there are hundreds of thousands of them. Right. And uh, uh, so all of that aside, we know all that already. We know what the state of our uh, southern border is. We do the best to house people as best we can, even when they're guilty as shit for crossing the border illegally. So, uh, and the whole thing about separating families and children, wasn't it Donald Trump who about six months ago or eight months ago uh, uh, issued a, uh, an executive order uh, abolishing the separation of children from their parents. You know, I wish these same. Border. I wish these same people would speak um, their disgust in regards to that. There's a good percentage of these children that are not even uh, the children of the self-proclaimed right. parents. And then the, what's happening is that these children are being sent back down to South America and then being sent up with another family, claiming that that's their child as well. Where's the outrage there? Because this is what we're up against, Scotty. This is why we have these shows. This is why we have these conversations. This is why we bring Bauer on and we talk about informatica. It's the, the uh, sources of information, the weaponization of information, the manipulation of information. And right now, what we're witnessing is a form of psyops from the Democratic Party. This is narrative management, and narrative management equals reality management. And as long as you keep getting people like this psychopathic bitch, Cortez, who comes forward and says concentration camps, you know what? That downloads into people's subconscious thought process when you have people like de blasio doing the bullshit he's doing in california and the shit they're doing in california or uh, in new york and then the shit they're doing in california they have nothing roberts they have nothing i mean donald trump had his big rally yesterday his launch for the 2020 campaign to be president people stood in line for 48 effing hours to see him speak this is what the democratic party is up against democratic party has not brought nothing to the table uh, they are sitting here and they are being tribal and they don't know their self-identity. They're promoting things like children being transgenders, getting their penises cut off. They're talking about they're focused more on illegal immigrants than they are the American people. Uh, they're focused more on globalism than they are nationalism. They have nothing to contribute to the table or bring to the table in regards to everything that Donald Trump has done with unemployment, with jobs, with manufacturing, with border security, with all these things Trump has done on his own. At the exact same time that these freaks keep attacking him, he's still getting results. So what do they have to bring to the table to represent the majority of American people? What do they have to represent the working class of this country? They ain't got a damn thing. So what they do is they call it concentration camps. They say that we're racist. They say that, you know, uh, borders is a bad, bad thing. Uh, They got nothing, Roberts. And this is what they're doing. They're creating a new narrative uh, to create a new reality. And these freaks who think they're super smart on the left are actually falling for this bullshit, dude. I pulled up articles today and I was reading comments. 
about Cortez, but what we're talking about here, and I cannot believe the amount of people that support exactly what she is saying. I know. And they're supporting her, not because of what she says. They're supporting her to support somebody who they believe is standing against Trump. Mm -hmm. Have you noticed of the 24, is it now, Democratic candidates, which, eh, no big deal. We had, what, 16 with the Republicans last time. Um, I don't care. But out of the 24 candidates, which one is bringing up original ideas versus anti-Trump as the major plank in their platforms? All they talk about is to undo Trump, undo Trump. He'd been in office for two and a half years. By the time Trump came around, Obama had been there almost eight. Uh, so in two and a half years, they're wanting to undo everything Trump is doing bad to our country. And that's their whole narrative. Um, I have actually said to people uh, in online discussions and social media on the radio, I've said, go ahead, convince me, show me what I need to know, sell the Democratic platform to me. Okay, I'll be open minded. Tell me what they got. If they've got something good, you might be able to sway me over to your side. Give me something that's new. Give me the new message. Tell me where they're going, what they're doing. And everything that's brought up is usually an anti-Trump statement, or it is something that is so old and worn out and hashed out, it doesn't matter anymore. So, uh, and I was going to say in this Irish Central post I was on this morning, uh, following what you were saying. Uh, the things that they try to plant in people's minds, it's you plant the comment and you say it over and over again. Yeah, that's right. Something as simple as in five minutes of reading one thread where they were praising Hillary Clinton. You know why they were praising Hillary Clinton? She quoted from uh, the late, uh, you know, last century Irish, Polish, uh, Irish poet laureate uh, William B. Yeats. And she quoted a poem that came out as something that she was using as anti-Trump. And so Irish Central was praising her for that. Here they are praising Hillary Clinton on the criminality of Donald Trump based on some Yates poem that she read. And uh, I, in the first five minutes I was reading through some of those posts, I saw that, well, I commented right away and I said, don't, please don't let uh, Hillary Clinton sully the words of uh, Irish poet laureate Yates, uh, because she's she has become the poster child for criminality in politics and politics as usual, and uh, if you will, uh, wealthy uh, criminal activity in this country. And then the next five minutes, I read, I got called a troll three times. I got called a cult follower of Trump of uh, three or four times in five minutes. And I said, do you realize how many times you guys have said the word cult and troll in the last five minutes? I said, do you have anything substantive to add to the mm. conversation? And that's where it all ends. And They're taught like a bunch of three-year-olds learning how to say mama and dada. Exactly. And all they're trying to do is try to prove to everybody that uh, we've got nothing to say from this side because we're just mind-numbed uh, um, um, followers, cultic followers. And it's become ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. Dude, you know, but it's amazing, Roberts, when you sit here and, and we're not psychologists, we're not psychiatrists, we're not none of that, right? Um, right. But it's amazing to sit here and to observe the, the psychological breakdown of our society. I mean, dude, we got friends, we got friends, you and I, that are like 
freaking academics in their fields of research. Yeah. Um, but they lack this, what we like to call common sense, uh, from like a geopolitical standpoint, uh, they, they, they're almost communistic in their ideological views and they despise like Trump. They despise nationalism. They despise the love for your country, but they claim they claim to be patriotic and they can kiss my ass because they're full of shit. Right. Um, they sit here and you see, you're a great debater, uh, Robertson. You always bring common sense to these arguments and these same people allow you to get attacked by other people. And it's like, they find it a form of entertainment just because they don't like what it, 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 I don't know. I don't know where the F I'm going with this. Cause I want to slap somebody right I, now. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, you know, I got on, Somebody's posted something about uh, negative about Trump, and it's such a simplistic, overly simplistic slam on Trump. And I said something in response about, well, I said, you're talking about the same Trump who sent $400 billion to Iran on an airplane in cash. And I was wrong with the figure, but we're talking in Internet thread talk. Mm -hmm. I wasn't writing a goddamn treatise on there. I'm sorry, we can't say GD, can we? I apologize. I apologize. I apologize. 21. Timestamp 21. All right. Timestamp 21. And let's uh we'll 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 get that bleeped if it hasn't been Beep. bleeped. How how much of a delay do we have? Dude, like <laughs> not quick enough, bro. Like two seconds. I'm gonna wait um, for I'm waiting right. for Phillips to send me a message right now. All right. Sorry, Ron. All right, so no, uh we, we got no. uh we got about three minutes, Roberts. Go ahead. All right, all right. In three minutes, I'll just say that uh, I look at some of the stupidity that these people post that are supposed to be one of them. You know, his first name is Jacques on my Jack G-A-J-A-C. You've seen posts from him on my on my uh, Facebook. Yeah, I can't and stand I respond him. To him and he throws up the weirdest hypotheticals from a, an almost uh, it, it almost sounds like an ancient hippie generation type of whatever. Anyway, I'm off of that. Uh there were seven things. I got seven things here that Ocasio-Cortez said. We can cover these. We can, we can go over the break if you want to with these. I got to leave you with the first one. Some of the stupidity, the utter stupidity um, uh, of uh, Ocasio-Cortez. Uh, the things she says. Number one, and this is very recent too, unemployment is low. Because everyone has two jobs. That is the stupidest effing thing I've ever heard in my life. There used to be a time in this freaking country where a man would go to work and that would be able to take care of his wife, his children, a vehicle, a home, school, education. And uh, she's an idiot. I, I seriously, I would pee in her she face right on. now if I could. I would pee in her face, dude. Dude, she went on. This was, by the way, this was on the show Firing Line with Margaret Hoover on PBS where this was all said. Uh, in July of last year, she went on to say unemployment is low. Get this now, Rocky. Unemployment is low because people are working 60, 70, 80 hours a week and can barely feed their kids. Oh, my God, dude. I, I That's don't. why unemployment is low, because people are working too much. So there you go. Uh, uh, I know uh, we're running close on yeah, time no, here. We, no, but we, we need time, brother, to talk about this because she is a freaking psychopath. Um, unemployment is low because 
people are working 80 hours a week, working two jobs, and they're still broke. But that's supposed to be a justification because she's an idiot. Uh, let, let me let me then finish off our hour My with God. the rest of what she said in that interview. And so I do think that right now we have this no holds barred Wild West hyper capitalism. What that means is profit at any cost. Capitalism has not always existed in the world and it will not always exist in the world. When this country started, we were not a capitalist nation. We did not operate on a capitalist economy. So there you go. I want to slap Cortez in the freaking face. All right, folks. Hey, bottom of the hour. Yeah, Scotty, I don't know what just happened. I don't know. I'm getting weird stuff going through my brain. Bottom of the hour, folks. Rocky Stucci Situation Room. The big freaking cannoli. On the other side of the microphone, of course, me, the freaking emotional meatball, the clown punisher, the godfather of talk freaking radio. Rocky Stucci, don't go anywhere, folks. This is going to get juicy. Stand by. Be right back. This one to you. Give it to Miss Audrey for the hashtag. All right. Oh, wait. What do you want me to do? You got to say the hashtag thing for Audrey. Oh, oh, oh. And there's that beautiful hashtag from Audrey. <laughs> Dude, that was so. I don't know what you dumb. say. I listen to you. This is an example of one of those things I hear you say every day. And I'm like, now say what I say every day, Scotty. Uh, uh, um,. Hashtag that baseline though. Hashtag that baseline though. Jesus, you're supposed to be all like, yo, boobies. Yo, hashtag. Yo, there's Miss Miss Audrey. Okay, hashtag. forget it. We ruined it. We ruined it, Roberts. Hey, folks. You know what? You know what? Yeah. Try me tomorrow. I'm gonna to tomorrow. do it tomorrow. You better practice tonight. I'm just saying. I'll practice. I, I promise I'll practice. <laughs> Hey, folks, by the way, you can support your valleys with veteran-led Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative cell phone company providing reliable nationwide coverage. It's easy to switch, keep your same phone number, bring your own device, or buy a new one. Enjoy no hidden fees, no roaming fees, and no liberal agenda. At Patriot Mobile, more than $2 million has been used to support your constitutional rights. Imagine what we could do with you. On our side, when you switch to Patriot Mobile with unlimited talk and text plans starting as low as $25 a month, don't wait. Visit PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo50. PatriotMobile.com forward slash Mojo50. Okay, Roberts. So when we went out to the break, you yeah. ra- you raised my blood pressure because Cortez yes. is a freaking idiot. And I want to I just- got even more. Ooh, I got more fun. where that came from. Bring it. Come on. Give us some. All right, strap on your blood pressure tester. Easy with the strap on shit, bro. All right, sorry. Yeah, yeah, that's crossing the line a little bit. (laughs) Okay, uh, here is uh, Ocasio-Cortez, also referred to the situation in Palestine as an occupation by Israel. She said, I'm not the expert on geopolitics on this issue. Now, get this. I am not the expert on geopolitics on this issue. You know, for me, 
I'm a firm believer in finding a two state solution on this issue. <laughs> <laughs> Now, now, uh, this was in that same interview, by the way, on PBS. And when Hoover asked Ocasio-Cortez to clarify her position after pointing out the term occupation, she's saying that Israel is occupying Palestine. And uh, clarify that, please, uh, your position on this. It's controversial. Ocasio-Cortez, who graduated with a bachelor's degree in economics and international relations from Boston University, struggled to explain her comment, and that's what she ended up with. I'm not the expert on geopolitics on this issue. You know, for me, I'm a firm believer in finding a two-state solution. So there you go. She wants a two-state solution to the um, she don't occupation get it. by Israel she of don't get Palestine. It, and by the way, that's a whole show right there, too, because Holy. I can talk about it. There was somebody yesterday, uh, the same fellow I mentioned to you, uh, Jack, mentioned something about... Uh, Dude, I'm just saying... I don't like him. I'm just saying, uh, it, it, uh, you know, I like him as a person because I know him from a different, a totally different context in life. Once we started political stuff, it's like, shut up, shut up, dude. But uh, uh, he mentioned something the other day on his social media. And he, of course, always tags me in these things. Um, it's like, why should we want to send our our uh, uh, why do we want to go to war in Iran or something like that? Why? Why? Why is the big rush to want to rush into a war? I said, I don't think we do. And blah, blah, blah. And things went on and on and on. He says, well, what about why are we uh, why are we uh, willing to kill other people's children then? And I'm like, just shut up. Just shut up. Your dude. arguments Seriously. don't make any sense. Uh, you know, that's a, that's a great love flower child argument. But if you're not going to talk about the issue and why it exists, that's like uh, the same thing with uh, this whole Palestinian Israeli thing. We could do a whole show on that. You know, Cannoli, can I can I just intervene here? I think. Yeah, would you? I think I would have been like a really, really good hippie. Oh yeah, dude. I would, dude. I would have been all over. You Woodstock. got the hair, you know. You got the flower child shirt, dude. You like tie dye? Totally, bro. Yeah, flared jeans. Oh, flared <laughs> jeans. Remember those? Remember when girls? Well, maybe you don't because you're. Maybe you don't. You know. me. But they used to take the flared jeans at the bottom and they would cut them up from the hem and split them open, put another colored piece of triangular fabric in it. So they had the big bell bottom flared jeans. Dude, what the hell was that? That's the era I grew up no, in. No, dude, something just flew out of your freaking head. It flew out of my head? I saw that I accidentally spit. Is that what you saw? Did it come from my mouth? I don't know, bro. Maybe Did it was spit. From my mouth, but some, Did I something speak, as it were? <laughs> there was some projectile shit going on, oh, bro. Projectile shit. Which way? Which direction did it go? It went that way. That way? No. Nope. That way. Um. Yeah. Or that way. All right. I don't know. I accidentally <laughs> spit for a minute there. All right. All so right, let's move on. Cortez, bring it on. Let me see here. There was Ocasio one other thing. Cortez. Um. What did I see here? Oh yeah, Cortez. Go ahead, brother. My bad. All right. Uh, here we go. Explaining the extinction of the middle class. Um, in another interview, speaking with former Obama speechwriter John Lovett on the liberal podcast Pod Save America, Ocasio-Cortez claimed the upper middle class doesn't exist anymore. Uh, she was discussing the political ideology of the country's different socioeconomic classes when she made this claim. I think that politically, this upper middle class is probably more moderate. 
but that upper middle class doesn't exist anymore in America. And thanks to the continued deregulation of Wall Street, thanks to the continued gutting of working and middle class people, we need stronger champions. I don't even know where she's going with that, frankly. But if we were to break this down a little bit, both the Urban Institute and the American Enterprise Institute presented evidence showing the upper middle class is actually growing. All this means that she does not have her finger on the pulse of what the hell the classes are doing. The upper middle class, the middle class, the middle middle class, so on and so forth. So, all right, that's another dumb speak of hers. Another one, a simple payment plan for progressive Medicare. When asked in an interview with uh, Jorge Ramos last week about how to pay with for who? Jorge Ramos. You mean you Jorge? Is it Jorge? Jorge Ramos? No, it might be Jorge. But it's I your think game. it's Jorge. Jorge? Jorge Ramos? <laughs> I don't know how you pronounce my name, but I want you to listen to my show because I'm Jorge Ramos. <sighs> and I am muy macho. Uh, last week about how to pay for Senator Bernie Sanders' uh, Medicare for All proposal, which Ocasio-Cortez has put at the center of her campaign. She responded, you just pay for it. Oh. There it is. Uh, She continued, people often say, how are you going to pay for it? And I find the question so puzzling because how do you pay for something that's more affordable? How do you pay for cheaper rent? How do you pay for, you just pay for it. She's an idiot. She's an idiot. Uh, During this election cycle, by the way, Ocasio-Cortez and other progressive Democrats like Tallahassee Mayor Andrew Gillum who lost the Florida gubernatorial race, thank God, have claimed Sanders' Medicare for All plan would save the country $2 trillion if implemented. But the claim has been criticized by fact-checkers as inaccurate. In fact, a study by the Mercatus Center at George Mason University shows the plan would cost more than $32.6 trillion over 10 years, requiring historic tax hikes. So how do you pay for that? You just pay for it. Uh, Cortez wants to know, she just sent me a text. She wants to know if money doesn't grow on trees, then why do banks have branches? You know, that is a, that, that's a good question coming from Cortez. Yeah, she's an idiot. Fits the mold. I'm looking for some good um, memes. Of course, here's one we all know because it got a lot of news. She compared climate change to World War II. And a speech on her economic plan, Ocasio-Cortez likened combating climate change to the challenges posed by Nazi Germany in World War II, surmising the United States confront the issue with the same amount of resources as we did World War II. Uh, She said, so we talk about existential threats. The last time we had a really major existential threat to this country was around World War II. And so we've been here before, and we have a blueprint of doing this before. What we had was an existential threat in the context of a war. We had a direct existential threat with another nation. This time it was Nazi Germany and the Axis, who explicitly made the United States as an enemy. As an enemy. And what we did was that we chose to mobilize our entire economy and industrialize our entire economy and put hundreds, if not millions of people to work in defending our shores and defending this country. We have to do the same thing in order to get us to 100% renewable energy. And that's just the truth of it. Dude, so she bought a puzzle 
that said yeah. uh, the puzzle box said five to seven years. Well, she finished it in two weeks. Whoa. See, and that's why she got voted in because she could do that in two weeks. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm just, I, I, I'm just reading all these memes of the shit she said, dude. And I'm just, I, you keep meep, it up. Dude, keep the meatball up. is just a little speechless right now. I'm getting a little emotional. You know what I'm saying, bro? I know. I know. Uh, once again, so people don't forget where we're going with this. Let's all congratulate the state of New York for adding to our list of uh, active representatives in the Congress of the United States, making laws for this country. Um, let's thank New York for voting Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. You know, the- I'm curious, bro. You know, when she sits here and she cuts on the middle class, um, she sits here, talks about unemployment because people are working like 18 jobs, whatever the stupid wench is saying. Um, what what is her what is her views on the future of America? Is she is she seriously like want communism in this country? Is that I mean she hates capitalism? Um, so if she had her way, how quick would this country become a, a dictatorship? I guess is the way because it yeah. almost seems like she's very dictatorial in, in some of the things that she says or she wants to be. What what people don't realize is that. Uh, now, I'm going to use an old adage that was up when I was a kid. They used to say communism is merely socialism with a gun at your head. So if she's a socialist and she wants these things done, what happens when she has the people who rebel against that revolt and say, I'm not paying for that. I'm not doing that. Or, hey, uh, Ocasio, Cortez, I want to keep my own money. Would you I don't ki- want to pay do, that do, much. Do, would you kiss her? In the right setting. Oh, elaborate roberts elaborate bro it wouldn't be because i was like in love with her or anything like that what's the Um, right setting like naked oh i'm just saying i said (laughs) ocasio cortez is on my tap list (laughs) all right i said what's the setting he's like like naked like bro naked yeah i wouldn't kiss her for uh i wouldn't kiss her ring i wouldn't kiss her hand you know, I've often wondered how I would react if I met some of these people in person. I would give her the respect to her office. I couldn't. Um, I couldn't. I couldn't do it, bro. I couldn't do it. I would have to. Uh, to be consistent with what I say about President Trump, I would, even if I had to grit my teeth through it, I would give her the respect that is due her office. Um, but I would say, hey, it's sure nice to meet you. And before you let go of my hand... Um, Here's my hotel key. No, I'm kidding. Uh, now, before I no, let go you of your ain't. hand. No, you ain't, Roberts. No, I ain't. Uh, before I let go of your hand, could you answer one question for me? And I'd ask her whatever question was blazing on my mind at the time. How did you get into office? Um, well, and, know uh, you know, I think she's a, a one-term and gone. Uh, I'm hoping that New York realizes the the error of their ways. So I want to say something really quick. Um, because I was thinking about this and you just triggered the brain when you, you know, when you talk about Cortez and, and the things that, you know, she comes forward and says is absolutely appalling and ludicrous at the same time. Um, I believe, I mean, we all know that she was auditioned for this part. We all know, you know, what happened behind the scenes with this corporation or this organization that when interviewed all these people to bring her in, I think it's very strategic because she has front and center. She says the stupidest shit. Uh, she's always in the media's eyes. She talks about concentration camps. She talks about Hitler. She talks about all these radicalized views of this world, even though she's a communist. 
But I think it's it's part of the psyops that we're dealing with. I believe that she is there very specifically for a very specific reason, whether she's a single term or not. Um, she has literally impacted her followers in a very radicalized way. And even if she is a single term, somebody else will come in and continue this radicalization, this anti-capitalism, this anti-nationalism, ideological, psychopathic view and it's a slow way, part of the Hegelian dialectic, to convert this country to not be a capitalist country, to not be a free country, but to slowly transition this country to be a dictatorial, uh, a, a dictatorship in some form or the other. Uh, every aspect of our life is controlled, Scotty. Uh, computers. I will tell you. Yeah. I will tell you, with all the complaining the left does about how they believe Donald Trump is going to be a dictator and a tyrant, they don't care. They're just pissed off that it's not their person that's the dictator that's tyrant that they're talking about mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh which by the way what's the latest bs about uh well donald trump even if uh oh, oh it's bill maher that said it well even if he does uh uh win a second term in 2020 and he's not going to step down uh, it's like when his term is done he won't step down it's like what's he going to do uh, just sit there in his office with his arms folded and go, I'm not going and you can't make me. See, we sit here, Roberts, and we hear this shit, right? And and we're sit, we're just like, how can he say something so stupid? Um, I know. But, you know, that he doesn't say stupid shit like that. And I truly don't believe that Cortez says stupid unless she's designed to say stupid shit. It's all by design, I think, in a way. And it sounds kind of conspiratorial, but it's not because we understand how the world works. We get it. We get the psyops of things. We get the dialectic of things. Uh, when Bill Maher, who has such a huge platform, comes forward and says things like that, his base believed that shit, bro. Oh, yeah. And you know what? He was just as strong when uh, a couple of years ago, uh, two, three years ago, when the whole Obama tax thing hit. And he was taxed exponentially higher under the Obama administration. This is before Trump was even elected. I remember him getting on his show and complaining about the tax system and what the Democrats have done to the tax system and how he's just gotten out of a week of meetings with his tax attorney uh, because of the new tax system and that he's never paid more money out to the government. He's pissed off by it. You know that Cortez, she was wondering why the Frisbee kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and then all of a sudden the frisbee hit her in the face it's the weirdest shit you know you know that's it's crazy it's all crazy right. i don't know how that happens either i'm reading I got one reading. more thing yeah on come on carrying the organizer torch when asked by chris hayes on that wonderful news media outlet uh, msnbc about what she plans to do once she gets to congress in two months ocasio-cortez struggled to develop a coherent response and failed to offer any specifics instead she said this on air. Well, I think a lot of it has to do with changing our strategy around governance. You know, there's a lot of inside baseball and inside the beltway as you, you always hear that term thrown around, but there are very few organizers in Congress. And I do think that organizers operate differently. It's a different kind of strategy. And what it is, is really about organizing and, and really thinking about that word, organizing, segmenting people being strategic in their actions and really, <laughs> I can almost not finish this with a straight face, actions and really bringing together a cohesive strategy of putting pressure on the chamber instead of only focusing on the pressures inside the chamber. To which Hayes responded, that's a really interesting thought. <laughs> wow. 
if you can decipher that for us all, Rocky, why don't you go ahead? Um, I didn't even hear anything. I can't. Yeah, because I can't. But those are the top seven, they say. They weren't just little quips. They're, uh, they're, they're, uh, hold on a second. Hold on a second. Dear readers, this is the Daily Signal site where I pulled this from. Dear readers, with the recent conservative victories related to tax cuts, the Supreme Court and other major issues, it's easy to become complacent. However, the liberal left is not backing down. They're rallying supporters to advance their agenda, moving this nation further from the vision of our founding fathers. If we're to continue to bring this nation back to our founding principles of limited government and fiscal conservatism, we need to come together as a group of like-minded conservatives. Uh, this is the mission of the Heritage Foundation. There you go. They were oh. pushing the Heritage Foundation. Got it. Got it. All right. All right. All right. Um, All right. Yeah. Yeah. She scares the shit out of me, bro. Yeah. What was this? Uh, oh, oh, oh. There was something else. So while you're pulling that up, you know, there's another thing here, uh, not to go off the subject at all, but, um, you know, when we talk about uh, keywords, right? When we talk about Cortez yep. and all the stupid shit she says, you know, you, and uh, you talk about Bill Maher, and, and then you also have that Don Lemon dude, right? Oh, my God. Don um, Lemon. So, uh, so I don't know how he keeps a job. I don't other know either. Than- the agenda of their their media outlet. So you have you have Cortez pushing the agenda of concentration camps in the United States. Again, it's effective to her base because her base are a bunch of walking freaking stupid zombies, right? Uh, yep. But then you got somebody like Don Lemon who compares Trump to Hitler amid outrage over AOC's accusing the president of running concentration camps. So on top of the concentration camps, now you have Don Lemon who's who's dropping the Hitler word into the brains of people again because uh, this is not an accident i guarantee you the democratic people are behind this and they're purposely using cortez to go with the whole concentration camp thing they're using people like bill maher they're using people like don lemon to sit here and put the whole donald trump is hitler type of thing because they have nothing with substance to present to the american people from the democratic side so this is all they got is by using big media and psychopathic politicians to make Donald Trump look super, super, super bad because they ain't got nothing super, super, super good to say so they can shut That's up. That's right. Hey, let me, in the last few minutes here, I want to continue for a second on this thought that started this off. Take it away. Uh, talking about concentration camps. Uh, the United States is running concentration camps on our southern border, and that's exactly what they are. So says Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez uh, in her live Instagram video, which, by the way, Ended and then disappeared. It's, it only exists now because somebody recorded it. Um, they are concentration camps, she reiterated to her viewers, who flooded the feed with comments. Now, let's go on here. Sitting in what appeared to be her apartment, the freshman congresswoman criticized the border facilities that currently house undocumented migrants who have crossed into the U.S. and are waiting to be processed. Images from centers show some migrant children sleeping under foil blankets. Now, by the way, do you know what those foil blankets are? And I've seen people criticize them in social media and say, and they sleep, they just put tin foil blankets over them. Know what those are, Rocky, in your job? You should know what those are. Those are, those are survival blankets. Yep. Uh, those, are, those are thin foil blankets that are astounding at keeping out the cold. So uh, they're sleeping under foil blankets. Many are kept in small fenced-in areas. Some are outdoors. She goes on and says, I want to talk to the people that are concerned enough with humanity 
to say that never again means something. That statement right there, Rocky, is her trying to link this to Nazi concentration camps. Because what happened after America and the Allies freed uh, or won the war in Europe and liberated concentration camps where they killed 6 million plus Jews and Christians and probably Muslims and probably, uh, we know, homosexuals and all of that. A variety of people were killed there. But for the Jewish state, um, uh, or the I'm sorry, the Jewish issue altogether, mm-hmm. they said never again. I, I stated that badly. You know what I'm, what I'm trying to say by that. Their, their phrase was never again. This will never happen again. Always remember, never again. And so she's trying to say, I want to talk to the people that are concerned enough with humanity to say that never again means something. So she's talking about the Jews that were victims of the Holocaust. The fact that concentration camps are now an institutionalized practice in the home of the free is extraordinarily disturbing, and we need to do something about it, she said. And the representative from New York said this week, immigrant children were taken to the same concentration camps where people of Japanese ancestry were held during World War II. Camps were built in stages with large Japanese-American populations including California, Washington, and Oregon. Now, the Fort Sill Army installation in Oklahoma was also used as an internment camp during this time. And last week, the federal government announced a plan to place as many as 1,400 unaccompanied migrant children in makeshift housing at the base. This is not the first time since World War II that Fort Sill has been used to hold migrants. In 2014, the installation served as a temporary emergency influx shelter for unoccupied migrant children, the Office of Refugee Settlement said as a result of the migration surge at that time. And this article goes on and on and on and on. Uh, But uh, uh, Fort Sill is a place that we've traditionally used before. And uh, Ocasio-Cortez just goes on and on and on. Well, maybe we should put Cortez and some of her followers in that camp, bro. And they'd be they'd live too good. They would look good. They would. They would live good. Would. I'm sorry, being in an internment camp is not fun. Who would want to go to one? Uh, it's like being in jail. Uh, and when you come to this country and you're undocumented, you have to be vetted, or you've got to go through the process, or you need to be held because you don't have any documents in hand, uh, or you're illegal. Um, where are you going to go? You're going to go to a holding center. Well, you know, the first, the first thing that somebody does coming to this country is an illegal act in our land that is considered and called a republic should automatically disqualify you from any consideration of any legalities, of any representation, of any constitutional rights, of anything that the Americans have sacrificed their lives to give us. And to sit yep. here and even entertain these conversations, including our politicians entertaining these conversations to give these people a driver's license, to give them welfare, to give them social security is not what America is supposed to be doing. Um, We have a failing middle class. We have a failing economy. Well, not really our economy is bouncing back, but we have a lot of things that need attention for the American people. But yet we seem to be so focused on non-American people while the American people are paying the bill for all this bullshit. Well, that's right. And if you're going to put this much money into immigrants, to illegal immigrants, Mm -hmm. to undocumented immigrants, 
Um, I would like to see that money being put toward our vets, being put toward improving uh, the Veterans Administration. Bam. Um, uh, so many things that you could plug that into. Now, I have said of that type of argument to other people who use it the other way around and say that's those are two different issues, and they are. But uh, realistically, when you're looking at the spending of taxpayer dollars in the multi-billions of dollars that are spent on immigration uh, or on on immigrants who are illegal. I think we need to, yes, some of that money needs to be used to improve that, the border and the system down there, which I think Trump is doing. And, uh, uh, but a lot more of that money could be used for our own people, sure can, not brother. people who are staying here illegally. Well, you know, and we got the same argument when we go to funding 80% of the planet, we get why it's done. We, we understand why it's done. Yep. Um, but do we necessarily agree with it? Oh, I don't. No. I don't like it. I bust my ass. I don't want to pay for transition surgeries. I don't want to pay for illegal aliens. I don't want to pay for plant freaking parenthood for with my taxpayer money. I don't want to pay for 80% of the planet. I want my roads fixed. I want my politicians not to be corrupt. I want our corporations not to be corrupt. And I want the American people to be treated fairly. That's all I ask, Roberts. You know, and I, I do wonder, and I'm being a little flippant with this, but I'm also being uh, uh, halfway serious about this. Now, because of the new laws that are being passed, how many transgenders are going to join the military so they can get the free surgery or go to prison or go to prison? Well, that would be yeah. kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah. But, but you get the idea. I get the uh, idea. Uh, there were people that were joining the military to get the free college benefits Yep. and uh, then realize, Oh, I had to fight in a war. Um, you know, they forgot about that. Yeah, part. they forgot about it. Folks, hey, we're at the end of the show. This has been the Cortez Spectacular right here on the Meatball Freaking Army. Go to streamingtalkradio.com if you want to donate to the program, if you want to buy meatball gear, if you want to buy Son of the Patriot gear, that is the place to do it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all so much for being here. We love the hell out of each and every one of you. And do not forget rule number one, folks. Don't take shit from anybody. Good night, everybody. See you tomorrow night. <laughs>